Morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You were sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So McDonald's? I could use a McCafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that? Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Violet Sanctuary Spa, your online holistic spa radio show that inspires, informs, and empowers you to live a wonderful holistic life, which gets better each day. Join Tia as she will help you on your journey. She'll love to hear from you. Call in at 619-996-1641. International callers, just press the Skype button. And now your host, creator of the Violet Sanctuary Spa, certified gateway dreaming coach, angel therapy practitioner, and certified crystal healer, Tia Johnson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's show. Today we have the awesome Rosemary Noni Knight, and she is in the UK, so I thank her over the hills (laughs) for being up so late (laughs) to join the show. Rosemary is the lady people ask for when they are ready to fight for the life and business they want. Rosemary is an author, property investor, business coach, and the founder of the Wealthy Warrior Alliance and the League of Warriors, online and offline mastermind groups that enable leaders to step into their true selves. You can visit her at rosemarynoninight.com. So, Rosemary, thank you for being on the show. Oh, thank you, Tia, for having me. It's really cool to be here. I'm really cool to actually be able to share this show with you today. (laughs) Yes, yes. No problem. I just want yeah. to tell people how uh, we met. So, again, social media is a great thing. <laughs> people absolutely, absolutely. Don't discount it. <laughs> so, Rosemary. Sure, um, sure. Oh, yes. So, can you uh, give us a little bit more background about yourself and how you got started? Okay. So, how did I get started? Well, actually, I started my career, should I say, as a pharmacist. So I trained up as a pharmacist. I kind of dabbled a lot at business, having come from, I actually lived in Africa for a very long time. Um, yeah, let's see, how much should I share? <laughs> um, okay, so I, 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 I started off in the UK, and then um, at the age of five, went back to Africa with my parents, because they were first-generation immigrants, and decided they wanted to live back home with their families. And that was great until my father had a wonderful car accident, which kind of cut him down in his prime. So my mom really had to step up to the plate to really, you know, start to support the four of us, plus my dad and all this because he was left, unfortunately, paralyzed from his neck down. So so life was interesting for a while, and we had a lot of incidents with our mothers and all of that kind of stuff. And it kind of taught me a lot about fear, about uncertainty, about what life can look like when you don't feel in control. And mm-hmm. then when I so, – so that was a bit of an interesting start to my life, really. And then I um, 
came back to the country. Well, we got snuck out of the country by my mom when we were, when I was 17, which was interesting. And we came back to the UK. Um, and and then I trained to be a pharmacist. We, I worked full-time. At the same time, I was studying full-time. And that was fun. Not actually came over to the wonderful America to sell books door-to-door for a bit. That was one of the businesses I attempted to do whilst I was at uni. Um, and again, one of the things we'll talk about today is is one of one of the mistakes I made, which was listening to the wrong people, which ended up mm-hmm. with well, listening to the wrong people and being slightly silly would <laughs> be the mixture of things, which meant that I lasted about three days on that particular business mm-hmm. <laughs> and gave that one up, and then came back to the UK after working three jobs in in Chicago a bit, I think it was, and then. Um, and finished my pharmacy anyway, Was thought, oh, life is suddenly going to become amazing because now I'm this wonderful professional person. Yeah, didn't quite work that way. I was in a whole lot of debt. I'd kind of made, yeah, silly mistakes. And also I had a lot of responsibilities around my family. And, if, yeah, and so because I'm second-generation immigrant, I suppose, there was a lot of money stuff that we needed to deal with as a family. And I kept saying yes to things I possibly should have said no to which ended Mm -hmm. up, in the end, me having to go bankrupt because I got to a point where I was pregnant with my first child. Um, I tried businesses and kind of not really stuck to anything long enough to make it work. And um, I got to be in seven months with my first baby, realized I really don't want her to go to nursery when she's born, but I'm working 50, 60 hours a week in order to keep our heads above water. What am I going to do? Yeah, bankruptcy seemed to be the only option at that point. So that was interesting for a little while um, in that I got really, yeah, I call it prenatal depression, ultimately, <laughs> which wasn't great. But then um, when I had my third child, I suddenly realized that the that I was still broke. So it was at that point I realized I needed to start taking myself a lot more seriously than I had done to date. If I wanted anything to change, I had to change it. So I got myself signed up to a wonderful mastermind group. I decided I was going to do property investing because um, it was something I could potentially take my children with. I think you guys would call it real estate investing, whereas we call it property investing. But, we, but yeah, I, I decided to start with that, did a whole lot of training um, with a mentor and a mastermind group, which really changed things for me. It kind of mm. held me accountable. It meant I was, I was serious. I committed, yeah, I did spend a lot of money that I didn't have, but I knew I needed to do something different this time. So um, I did a year's year's mastermind, entered some competition, which in the end, because I had worked really hard, I won this wonderful Porsche Boxster, which was really cool, which meant then that people started asking if I could help them with their businesses. Um, I was at that point working with a coach myself um, who also said, well, is this really what you want to do, the property investing? And, yeah, it was okay, and it still is. I still do that. I'm still a property investor and property manager, and I run a property management company. Um, But then I also added business coaching to my thing because it was more my heart, more Mm -hmm. my thing just to kind of awaken people to the fact that, you know what, if I – can make a success of a business and leave my pharmacist position completely, replace my income, more than replace my income with a business, me, the one that doubled with lots of stuff, then you know what? So can you. So can anybody mm-hmm. else. And you just need the right support. 
with the right support, anything is possible. With the right support, with the right focus, with absolute determination, anything is possible. And I, yeah, I suppose I, I became a coach because I just know that within everyone is power that they don't always recognize. And I want mm, to, yeah, yeah, when I say you need to fight for the life and dignity you want, it was a fight for me. And I know it is a fight for everyone. We sometimes wait for things to drop on our lap, but we have to fight for it. And I just want people, I want to help people or support people on their journey. And that's, I suppose, the very short version, or is it very short? I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) It was the lovely version, the the version that people, you know, really need to hear because um, the main reason I ask guests, you know, how to get started and so forth is because. Um, especially when it's a startup entrepreneur, we need to hear that. You know, we need to hear how you got to, you know, your point uh, of being mm-hmm. successful. Um, it makes it it makes the process more real. Some people don't know that they will, even if it's, you know, life experiences, some people don't realize that that's very important. That builds your character. It's an experience, whether it's unfortunate or not. These are experiences that help you to become an even better business person and beyond. So I love, love, love that story. Thank you. And I was taking notes in the process. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Thank you. No, yes, yes. Everybody has a story, don't they, really? And sometimes we think our story precludes us from having a better future, but it's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, things mm-hmm. can turn around just like that. We just make a decision and things can start to turn around. And, yeah, and I just really like to awaken people to that, to that awareness that they are very powerful. They really are. We all are. And we just mm-hmm. need to step into that power sometimes to really see the dreams we have come to life, come to life, really. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all true. So in your book, Seven <laughs> Steps to Get More Clients, you discuss the 12 steps that um, – that are errors that, you know, people make. So I would love to get to the nitty-gritty of those 12 steps. So lead us on. Lead us on, man. Sure. Okay. So, yes, I will just talk you through that. And feel free to, you know, interrupt asking questions or whatever in between if I'm not explaining it or speaking far too fast, which I do tend to do when I get slightly <laughs> excited. Oh, yeah, the same here with me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the first uh, mistakes people make sometimes that kind of stops them from getting where they want to go with their business is, one, we get into business for the wrong reason. Now, Mm. um, when I say the wrong reason, there's a few, there's three of them particularly I'd like to mention um, but I, I suppose I can give a story of, like, yeah, I mentioned coming to America to sell books door to door. For me, I, I thought, oh, well, it's just going to be really easy. I was kind of sold on the idea that, you know, oh, I'm going to make money in like two seconds flat. <laughs> Ultimately, <laughs> as long as that was so, true. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was all rah rah and excited and all of this and all of the other, and then. The first few rejections, and it's like, okay, forget that. I'm just going back to the comfort of a job, ultimately. And that tends to happen sometimes to people. You kind of get into business thinking that, oh, just because I've now switched off from my job, I'm suddenly going to be working a lot less hours. 
I'm suddenly going to be making a whole lot more money and I'm not going to have a box. <laughs> and, and so we think it's just like that. It's going to be like that. And the truth is, it's not. It's not always that simple. So if we have that expectation, um, it it can be disappointing. Okay, we can set ourselves up for a fall. Which is not to say that in given enough time, we will not work less hours. Of course, we will. Given enough time, we will work less hours. We will make a lot more money. There, to me personally, I think business is the only thing that allows you to have limitless income as long as you are willing to do the work um, at the mm-hmm. start, okay? This is not do the work for the next 40 years and hope that you can maybe retire with a little bit. No, this is, this is do the work. Sometimes for me, it was 18 months of hard work. <laughs> mm-hmm. 18 months mm-hmm. of hard work meant that I created a business that replaced my income completely. So I could leave my pharmacy and go on to do stuff whatever I wanted to do, and that was, and so it was 18 months, so I had to give that 18 months, and there were times when it felt like I was working a lot more hours than I was at work, and I had mm-hmm. three kids who I home educate as well, so it was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> yeah. so, and then there wasn't, there wasn't that much money to show for it, so you're thinking, oh my goodness, what's going on here, maybe I should just go back to being a pharmacist, except I just couldn't, because I'd look at my children and think, I can't do that. I have to keep that there saying I have to make it work. <laughs> so mm-hmm, I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the whole no boss thing, we, we keep hope we think, oh, I just want to be my own boss. I want to be my own boss. But then as soon as you actually start working with other people, because the responsibility is completely on you to bring in mm-hmm. the revenue and all that stuff, you start to become the boss, which can yeah. be a good thing or <laughs> You start to understand why your boss was the way your boss was. <laughs> because suddenly you realize yeah. there's a whole lot of burden with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And sometimes you want to be the friend to everyone, but you can't be anymore. You're not. You're not just an employee anymore. You are the boss. So sometimes people's expectations of what it's all going to be like can set them up for a fall. Whereas if you come in with the right expectation. You know that for a sh- if you will do what others will not do for a short period of time, you can live the rest of your life however you like. And that's what other people exactly. will not be able to do, basically. Exactly. So that's the number one thing. It's, it's exactly, exactly. So it's the number one thing. We're going into business. Let's have the right expectation. Know that it might be hard work to start with, but the rewards are worth it. The second thing I would say is advice from family and friends. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing because uh, I I just know there were people who, um, well, when I do talk about my business, you know, there's some mixed reviews and people are like, oh, my gosh, because you claim 100% responsibility and everything. Some people can't imagine that. So the advice part is huge. You have to be careful. <laughs> yes, you do. You so do have to be careful. Absolutely right. Because we we go to the people we love for advice, but the question is, have they done what you're you're planning to do? If they mm-hmm. haven't, why are you asking them for advice? They don't know. They don't know any better than you do. They probably know less than you do because they haven't done the research. <laughs> they haven't done any of the stuff you've done. But then you're asking mm-hmm. them. As though they're going to give you a good answer, the chances are they won't. Because I know when I was doing my yeah book selling and most of the other things I've done, most, in fact, in my family, I wasn't considered someone that could start a successful business at all. 
at all. I was the book knowledge girl that would, that would be a researcher or something for the rest of my life or something like that. So when I even mentioned that I was going to go into business and do this business, and people were like, but that's not you. How can you do it? In fact, my mom laughed at me. <laughs> Basically. And that could have been a reason to stop. But, I mean, the truth is I know that they all had my best interests at heart and they just wanted – they didn't want me to – probably they thought, okay, we don't want you to suffer. We just want you to you – know, you have a good job. What do you want? What What more do you want? And so, <laughs> so sometimes it's even the people that care for you the most that you have to be careful of the most because mm-hmm. they care for you. They really do care for you. They're not trying to be nasty, but they don't know. They don't understand the dreams inside of you. They don't understand the passion driving you. And if you go there looking for support or looking for advice, all you get is, why don't you just, oh, you have such a good life. Why don't you just enjoy that? That You know that's not what you want. <laughs> Yes. So, so you kind of have to Very be wary true. of that. So there's that side, but then there's all unfortunately the other side of it where people actually are very comfortable with where you're where you are, as in mm-hmm. they're not thinking of you at all. They are really thinking mm-hmm. about their own comfort, and you asking these questions and you doing this stuff is making them feel uncomfortable. And so mm-hmm. their answer to you is to try and keep you in your place, and that doesn't help. And if you are looking for their support and you're trying to please them, you will hold yourself back out of false loyalty. So again, we have to be very wise about who we listen to when it comes to our business, growing our business or even starting a business, whatever. If we want this 2015 to be better, we need to be, be careful who we listen to. Most people, you smile and you go and look for your coach or your mentor or your mastermind group and ask them. Okay, <laughs> not yeah. your friends or family. <laughs> right. I think this okay. is the time where. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm saying, I, I think this is the time where we really have to look at, you know, set our emotions aside and look at what has uh, the person, that friend or family member, done. What are the expertise? You know, forget about the trip yeah. to Disney World and <laughs> how you admire the yeah. person. You have to really take a hardcore look at what they have yeah. done. And then how they can help you, yes. Exactly. Absolutely. That's what you have to do. Not just listen to anyone just because they like you or you like them. No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A good, long, hard look at their expertise. Absolutely. Cool. So that's number two. Number three is um, being in the wrong place at the wrong time. So what does that mean? In terms of your business, it is, you you might be trying to, I don't know, start up a business. Okay, I'm trying to think of an example, I suppose. Um, maybe you live in a little village somewhere. Okay, in this country we call it a village. Maybe you call it a little town. I'm not sure. But a little thing, a little town, little place where you're trying to sell Porsches <laughs> or something. Um, like the car, the Porsche, and nobody wants it in your place. So maybe you're trying to start a business in the wrong place. Or maybe you're trying desperately to start your offline business when really you're better off doing it online or something along those lines where you're trying very hard to start your business in a place where it isn't going to work because of the style of business you're doing. And sometimes that just really means you taking a good, long, hard look again at 
this this thing that I'm trying to sell, this service that I'm trying to provide in this place at this time, will people buy it from me? Is there enough of a market right here, right now, where I am? And if mm-hmm. there isn't, and I'm pushing, I'm pushing, I'm pushing to make it work, is there an alternative route? Is there, a, pardon me, an alternative place to be trying to do this from? Rather than trying to push something in a place where nobody wants it because maybe you're in a town population of 2,000 mm-hmm. <laughs> and really you need a bigger market to sell to, then maybe it's time to think about what other vehicles can I use to get my business out there? Can I go more online? Because I don't know what it's like in America, but I'm almost certain it probably is the same as here. That Yes, a lot of people know that there's online stuff, but a lot of people don't know how to use it that well, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we've all grown up with this whole concept of, yeah, let's do most things offline. And, yeah, there are some really cool, you know, online marketers and all of that stuff. But for the regular, everyday small business owner, it seems like a bit of a I'm trying to do everything and whatever everywhere and I don't know what to do, so I'll just go back to the good old ways of doing things that is not working for me right now. So then you kind of get yourself into a bit of a mess because you're not, the business isn't moving, you're trying to get people to speak to you, to listen to you, when really there is a market which if you tapped into online stuff, you could tap into a whole lot more people basically so it is the case of, in this particular mistake, just being very wise about the way I'm trying to market my business right now, am I reaching enough people? Because if I'm not, then it's a bit difficult for me to actually expand my business as much as I would want it to be expanded. So mm-hmm. that, to me, is when you're kind of in the wrong place trying to do the wrong thing <laughs> yes. at the wrong time. <laughs> Okay, because you just need to really step out of your comfort zone. Just because mm-hmm. your parents did it this way or whatever doesn't mean that it's the only way to do it. But it's exactly. time to look and see how other people are doing it, potentially get new ideas and spread your message. Whatever your business is, there is a message behind it, which is part of you. So spread it out to more people so that more people can experience it and more people can buy it from you. So that would be my third thing in terms of the mistakes people make sometimes, just trying to hold on to the the old ways of doing things instead of stepping into the new ways of doing things and getting yourself into Mm -hmm. the right place so your business can actually accelerate. Okay? I think you hit the nail. Yeah, I really think you hit the nail on the head because uh, having to step out your comfort zone and be willing to change are two huge yeah. factors and you know yeah. the the whole the time and, and place aspect. So I think that was a great point. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you very much. <laughs> and then the fourth thing here is that the business owner or the budding business owner kind of gets worn out and and they may have underestimated how much time it was all going to take. Now I did mention this briefly in the first one. But Mm -hmm. I would go into more detail here in that or be specific or more specific about it here in that, again, it is a case of false expectations in terms of, oh, I'm going to work less. You read books like The 4-Hour Workweek, which is an amazing book, absolutely. However, you don't get to four hours without going through 60. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. 
So you get a lot of people, especially when they're starting out, they get really overwhelmed with all the things that they need to do and the time and all of this stuff around it. And it gets a bit, yeah, you get worn out. You start to feel a bit burnt out. You might even start to lose the joy of being in business. At this point, the job begins to look really cool again, basically. Mm. But, But it's just, it's about setting expectations again. Realizing that, okay, for a period of time, I will work hard, but I know that the vision I have will come to pass. I just need to work through this bit to get to there. Mm-hmm. And to find, again, the reason why you started that business. Because I know for me, when I, started, when I stopped dabbling and really committed to making my business work, my big, big reason, my big why were my kids. My three kids, I would look at them through tears, streaming out my eyes because of one disappointment or the other, basically. And I'd look at them and think, okay, okay, let's try again. Let's try again. Let's try again. And that that kept me going for that particular, particularly that first 18 months, that was what kept me going, was just looking at my kids and realizing I wanted something different for them. Because, yeah, my childhood hadn't been amazing, but but I wanted something different for them, and I didn't want to be at work whilst providing it. So, <laughs> therefore, I had to make my business work. And so, yes, there were times when the, I felt that I was working. A lot of the time, I was dragging them from house to house, doing this and doing that. But there was a big reason why, and that's what kept mm-hmm. me going. And everybody needs to find their big reason why that will keep them going, that will stop them from feeling completely worn out because, yeah, you need to take a break. Absolutely, you do. However, you also need to come from that break and carry on, (laughs) okay? And there are Mm -hmm. times when you may not feel like it, but let's make this year great and decide that, yes, we will take time out to kind of recuperate, to refresh ourselves, but then we will keep moving forward. We will remember our reason, our purpose, our mission, and we will keep moving forward anyway. So that's number right. four. <laughs> awesome. Okay. I can definitely relate to number four. Excellent. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think every business owner probably can because, yeah, it can be very time-consuming at times and tiring, but we just have to keep moving forward. We remember our why and we keep going. Okay. <laughs> And then number five is family pressure on time and money commitments. So, yes, I had a family. And a lot of people starting in business, not everyone, of course, will have some kind of a family or some kind of a social life or whatever. And those things will tend to suffer, especially in the beginning bits of our businesses. Okay? So, the mistake we make is in thinking, again, that it's all going to be hunky-dory from the start. Mm-hmm. For me, it's been a case of sitting down with my hubby, sitting down, well, I can't sit down with my children, they're only seven, six, and four, I do kind of tell them, but they don't completely get it, <laughs> ultimately, but it's a case of saying, guys, can you give me this period of time when I will, I know I'm going to be working very hard, I know I'm going to, I need no distractions, that might be for the day. This is my period of time I'm going to be working. Okay? So please, guys, find something else to do that doesn't involve me. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and then for the longer stretches, it was like, look here, I'm, I am building this business. It is going to take some, a lot of time from us as a family. 
please be understanding of that. And that really helps us all to understand it. The balance was not always right. Definitely not. And some days today, the balance isn't always right, but I'm always coming back to making sure that they are, they know that they are my priority. My husband is my priority. My children are my priority. But I love my work as well. But it's it's making sure that your work does not take precedence over your family. The mm-hmm. idea of of us being in business, well, at least for me, and I know for a lot of people, is to have that balance, is to have that true success, not just financial success. We want to have relational success, where our relationships are working, particularly our intimate ones, our immediate family. We want to have recreation, you know, we're hanging out with friends and having a bit of a social life. We want to be spiritual people, where we spend some time really refreshing our souls. We want all of that to be working, not just the money, not just mm-hmm. the business. And we mustn't forget that. But at the same time, we, we do have to invest the time and the money into our business and our family may suffer as a result of it. But as long as we are explaining and communicating that this is what we're doing and not trying to do the whole I'm on my own thing and just leave me alone, you guys are just getting in my way, mm-hmm. then they will be understanding because, yeah, they love us. And and they will buy into our vision if we explain it. <laughs> but sometimes yeah. <laughs> as entrepreneurs, we have these great ideas of all the things we're going to do and how we're going, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yeah. and we don't get exactly, we don't understand that other people don't necessarily see it exactly the way we do. And we've chosen them. I've chosen my children. I chose my husband. So it's not fair for me to just, I'm going off doing my thing. I don't care whether you listen to me or not. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, not really, that's not really cool. So, yes, there will be pressure from that, and especially if we're not communicating so well, then there will be even more pressure. But we need to take the time to make sure they understand that they are our priority whilst mm-hmm. we still carry on doing the work. It's it's such a wonderful juggling act being in business at times, but, yes. <laughs> but the rewards uh-huh. are worth it. <laughs> Stuff. Oh, I yeah. I finish saying all of this stuff. I'm hoping that you'll all be more motivated than not. But <laughs> a, few things, a few, a few bumps that we must be aware of, so that we don't make those mistakes, or at least we limit those mistakes if we're making them currently, so we can move forward to getting the life that we dream of. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's number five. Okay. And number six is pride. I've kind of touched on it in the last one where we get we do get quite proud about things, don't we? Um, especially, I don't know, to be an entrepreneur, to be a business owner, it, you kind of have to be, well, you don't have to be because I've known a lot of um, fairly, well, no, the truth is the most successful ones are fairly proud, really. You kind of have to have a certain certainty about your or certain self-belief that you can make this happen, okay, and that you deserve to be wealthy. And, yeah, some people have to work through some of those belief systems to enable them to realize it's okay to want to be wealthy. But then other people go too far to the other end where it's all about I am just amazing and all of you all are crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just I'm just doing my own thing. I'm not listening to anybody. And then and and with that kind of an attitude, you end up with 
lots of money and nothing else, basically. And that's not what we want. Um, and you might get lots of money, but then at some point you will probably start to self-sabotage because you don't have anything else. You are very lonesome. Nobody is, 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 is um, giving you any kind of direction, any kind of support because you think you know it all and nobody knows it all. Okay? And at right. some point you will probably make a mistake and that will affect the business. Okay? So we don't want to be so proud that we forget to 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 ask for support, to make sure that we're not on our own, just kind of doing this and doing the other and doing the other without any anybody kind of checking us, no accountability to anybody. It really tends, yeah, there's the saying that says pride comes before a fall. That will happen. You will do something stupid if you think that you can do it all on your own. Okay? So pride is a mistake. If you find yourself suddenly all on your own and you're disagreeing with everybody in your life, you might want to look at that and make sure that it isn't just you being proud. Of course, there is room for not listening to crazy advice from crazy people, but don't become so, exactly, don't become so solitary that it's just you making decisions with with nothing, nobody giving you any kind of in in nobody giving you any advice or anything. You don't want to be the lone wolf. Okay, so that's number six. It's getting too proud. Ultimately, we don't want to make that mistake because it does always come before a fall. Okay, yeah. so that makes sense. Cool. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Then number seven is a lack of market awareness. Sometimes, yeah, we get carried away with how wonderful our business is, which actually is also partly of the next one. But we need to do the research. We need to be aware of what's happening in the market. We need to be aware of what's happening with our competition, although I personally don't think we're ever really completely in competition with anybody because if you are bringing your authentic self into your business, nobody is like you. That's just it, right. <laughs> ultimately. So, so, but we still want to be aware of what's happening with the market. You want to be following the trends. You want to know a bit about the news, but please don't get too engaged in the news. It can just kind of take you down into a place you don't want to go. But you do want to know what's happening in your industry. <laughs> you do want to know what's happening in your industry so that you can be at the forefront of any changes, anything that might be, any rules, any laws that might be changing in the economy or whatever. You want to know what's going on with that stuff so that you can start to jig your business around to suit. Mm-hmm. So you're always changing. We never get stagnant as business owners, okay? We have to be aware of what's going on and try to be on the forefront of everything, which, yeah, sometimes is difficult, and that's when you start, need to start building a team around you. So it's not just you trying to do everything. It's other people as well being aware of what's happening in the market, helping each other mm-hmm. to make sure that we're, the business is always moving forward. Okay, so a lack of market awareness is one of those mistakes that people make, and that we don't want to fall foul of that. Okay, we need to be stay aware of what's happening in our industry so we can always stay at the forefront, change things to suit, keep making the money, keep building our business. Okay, okay, and then number eight is that the business owner or the entrepreneur will fall in love with their product or business, which is great. It's wonderful that you love what you do. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, but. <laughs> but 
yeah, nobody else sees it the way you do, see? So people mm-hmm. come, especially this, this particularly applies with marketing and sales. When you're trying to market or sell your business, well, one thing is that if you get too in love with your product or your business, you don't. most of the people who love what they do, which is great, but they don't know how to sell what they do. Mm-hmm. So they keep trying to get all the, the talent and the skill and the knowledge about the product or the service, but they don't do enough about learning how to market it. So therefore, yes, you may be the most excellent provider of whatever it is, but nobody knows. So nobody yeah. cares, <laughs> basically. Mm-hmm. So it's not a case of build it and they will come. It's not true. If you build it and you don't sell it, nobody will come. Yeah. <laughs> Only in <laughs> movies. <laughs> so we need to build it, yeah, but we need to sell it as well. We need mm-hmm. to make sure that as much as we're, we're loving our, our stuff, we need to love equally telling people about our stuff. Okay? And also when we're selling it to people, we cannot sell the thing that we are in love with because we need to sell it in a way that solves somebody's problem. If we're just telling mm-hmm. them, oh, you just need it, you just need my thing, it's just amazing, they don't care. It's just like, okay, <laughs> my one business is <laughs> my one business is property. I could say to someone, you just need my house, just come and live in my house, whatever. They don't care about my house. What they care about is, is it going to provide them with secure accommodation? Are there enough rooms for their family to live in? Are there mm-hmm. is there enough bathrooms for them to use? Is yeah, is there is there a lock on the door? They might think about that stuff. Whereas I'm just thinking about how wonderful the house looks. <laughs> they don't care about that. They care about are they going to be safe in there? Are they going to be happy in there? Is it going to is it going to solve their problem? That's what they're thinking about. They're not thinking necessarily about my product or my service. So I have to position my product or service as a solution to their problem. And as soon as you learn to do that in a way that your prospects understand, you will start to sell more. Okay? So we need to always think about it from their perspective. No matter how much we love what we do, they don't love it as much as we do. What they love is a solution. So we need to position our thing as a solution to somebody's problem. And that's number eight, that we're so much in love with our stuff that we forget that other people are not in our merry little world. We have to come Mm -hmm. out of our world, go into theirs, and help bring them to ours gently, (laughs) basically. (laughs) Okay, and that's number eight. Okay, and number nine is the whole financial responsibility and being aware of what's happening with our numbers. This one, I yeah, I, I I'm not I'm not a number cruncher. What I am is somebody who goes to get a wonderful accountant or bookkeeper who comes and crunches my numbers for me, basically. So mm-hmm. you know what you're good at, you know what you're not good at, and if you don't feel that you can keep a close eye on your numbers, then find somebody who can. You need to be aware of what's happening with the numbers in your business. You need to make sure you are, yeah, you are that you, you are very aware of what's coming in, what's going out. Ultimately, there are some simple numbers that you need to know about. Um, I know what was it I was doing with my people in Wealthy Warrior Alliance, where I was 
showing them just the simple things that I'd spoken through when I started in business. I spoke through with my accountant exactly the numbers that he needed um, in order to do my tax return and all of that stuff um, and mm-hmm. to get a bit of a cash flow statement so I knew whether I was making money that week or not that week or blah, 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 blah. So that, those, there are some simple things we need to be able to stay on top of before more complex stuff, just get a bookkeeper or a, an accountant who will come in just when you need them or you send off your receipts or whatever and they deal with all of that stuff, send you through a cash flow statement so at least you know what's going on with your business because we need to stay aware of that or else you end up spending a lot more money than you realize. Next thing you know, you're out of business, <laughs> basically, yeah. and that isn't great. So, <laughs> so yeah, so we need to kind of stay aware of the numbers in our business just to make sure that we're, we're, yeah, we're on top of it, okay? Okay, that's number nine. Number ten is a clear, clear focus, okay? We need to have a clear focus about what it is that we're trying to do. Again, when you're an entrepreneur, particularly if you have that kind of mindset, there are ideas coming at you from everywhere. Oh, my goodness, I could do this. I could do the other. I could do this. Oh, my goodness, there's so much I could do. <laughs> Yes, that's me. (laughs) I want to do everything right now. Exactly. (laughs) And it is, yeah. I have clients that are like that. It's like, come, come, come back, come back, come back, okay? (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? I I have my own coach, and they have to say that to me, too. It's like, okay, okay, where are we trying to be already? Let's just stay where we are and keep moving forward step at a time, one step at a time, basically, and keep our eyes on the goal. And, and yeah, the goal might be a big one, but we need to stay very focused on what we're doing now. Make it work and then add something into the mix. Don't just try and start everything and do everything badly. Do something mm-hmm. and do something well. Either get somebody to carry that on or maybe it's, it's, it's self-running anyway then you can add something else into it. And then you can add something else into it when that second thing is working well. But don't try and do everything all at once. On your own, you can't. In fact, today I was speaking to a client about this because he has these, he has a lot of ideas. My goodness, he wants to be running at least 10 businesses by the end of this year. It's like, honey... <laughs> Wow. Yes, I agree. <laughs> exactly. I know. <laughs> now, I am personally of the opinion that, yeah, the, you can do as much as you want to, but you can't do it all at once, <laughs> okay? Basically, mm-hmm. you can't start it all right now. You kind of start with one, you make that run, you get a team in there, they're running it, you can start another one. They're running it. You start another one, get it running, get the team in there, and you do that, you rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. That's fine. But mm-hmm. to start all 10 at the same time, yeah, <laughs> that's not going to work, <laughs> ultimately. But sometimes people will not be told, huh? So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But you've got to try. You've got to try. So it's like we need to, I know we have this, yeah, we have the mindset that says we want to do everything. And you know what? Maybe within you is the power to do everything. So you have to start with one thing, okay? Do that one thing and keep moving forward. So just stay focused on what you're doing right now with still that big direction that you're heading towards. But for right now, we do what we're doing right now and we do it well. And then we can either get people in to help us with it 
or we can um, or or we can let the software do it in such a way that it's mostly automated and you can add something else to the mix. But we need that clear focus for now to keep us doing stuff. Okay? That's number 10. Number 11, which is a bit of a surprising one, is having too much money, which mm. can be a distraction. A lot of people are, say, oh, I can't do this because I don't have enough money. And so they go out and get a loan or something or something, something, or get borrow money from somebody in order to, to really get their business going, which in some cases, depending on how much it is, could be okay. But sometimes having too much money lying around makes you lazy, okay? Mm. It makes you lazy. It makes you lack focus. You think you have a lot of money, so you start doing all kinds of crazy stuff without really thinking through the results you're trying to get. Next thing, the money's gone. You owe lots of money. You're in trouble. You're, you're overwhelmed, and it all comes crashing down around you. Mm. So I know people sometimes think that having lots of money getting that, that grant or getting that loan will be amazing and it will just help me. And in this country, I know there was a whole lot of complaining from business owners about how the government doesn't help them with grants and the banks don't want to give them loans. And, and all the while I kept thinking, you don't need that stuff. You think mm-hmm. you do. And sometimes, yeah, it would be good to have a little bit of money depending on what your business is. But for a lot of businesses, you can start with very little. Start it... Mm-hmm marketed, sell more than you've marketed, you reinvest that money and keep going that way. Sometimes mm-hmm. people want the big result in like yesterday. But you, your character is not even enough to deal with it. And so you lose it all just like that. So don't be looking for too much money immediately. Sometimes, yeah, the journey might feel hard and whatever, but that journey... It's part of what expands you as a person to become someone who holds on to wealth in a healthy way rather than someone that just kind of lets it slip through their fingers because you you don't know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So allow the journey to run its course without trying to get lots of money all in immediately that will solve all your problems, but really they don't. We all hear about those wonderful lottery winners who lose their money just like that. Because they don't know what to do with it. And that's what happens sometimes to particularly young business owners. Well, not young. When I say young, I mean they're just starting up the business. It doesn't matter what age you are. If you're not, mm-hmm. if you're just starting up the business, you have loads of money and you, you've never done this whole business thing before, the chances are that loads of money will mean that you do not do that groundwork necessary to build the character for you to be a very successful business owner. So don't go hunting money. Start to think what you can do with your current resources. And somebody, I don't know who said, there was a quote about, it isn't never a lack of resource, it's a lack of resourcefulness. That is the problem. Mm-hmm. So we need to become very creative, which we are, but when we have lots of money, we forget about creating grand solutions. We just think, oh, the money's going to solve the problem. It doesn't. It just hides the fact that you don't really have a great business model, <laughs> basically, until it runs yeah. out. And then you suddenly realize, oh, I really didn't have a great business model. You need to be careful about that. So that's number 11. Don't go searching for money. Think about what you can do with what you have. I'm not saying, don't, oh, okay, I don't want to say blanket, don't go searching for money. Just be very um, sure about what you're going to do with that money, not just having money for the sake of it, basically. 
Okay, so that's number 11. And our final one is... <laughs> Drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> is don't be overly optimistic. Don't be overly realistic. Don't be overly re- pessimistic. Just be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? That means be here now. Okay? Sometimes we live too much in the future where all we can see is that wonderful big dream and then we don't take the steps we need to take now in order to get there. Sometimes we can be so in the present and thinking about how everything is just really crap and rubbish and and this and that and the other. And again, we're not taking the steps we need to take to get us where we're going. And sometimes we can be so much in the past. We're trying to work through all our mindset stuff, all our head stuff, all the stuff that happened when we were children and blah, blah, blah. That we, again, do not just do the work in the present right now. What we want to be is here. We want to be very present to what is happening in our business right now. Everything I've gone through really just asks that you become a very aware kind of person. Don't label yourself as optimistic, pessimistic, or realistic. Just be. Mm-hmm. Look at your life as it is right now. Look at your business as it is right now. Look at the numbers as they are right now. What do you need to do right now? What is the next step right now? Be here now, okay? And the other thing I wanted to say about this particular point is this. It's not just, a lo- well, depending on what kind of a person you are, you're either very oh, I just need the next tip or the next trick or the next strategy and everything will then be okay. And if you're another kind of person, it's, oh, if someone can just give me the mindset hack or the confidence (laughs) that I need, then (laughs) then suddenly everything will be okay. But the truth is it's a combination of both. We need the tips, tricks, and strategies but them alone, a lot of people, most people know exactly what they need to do, but they don't do it yeah. because mm-hmm. they're only looking at the tips, tricks, and strategies instead of also thinking about the what is holding me back, my, what mm-hmm. is going on in my head, what, what from my past is holding me back. We do want to look at that stuff, but we don't only want to look at that stuff either. We need a lovely blend of both. And when we get that lovely blend of both, we become very aware of where we are right now, and then we can take the next step. Knowing that there isn't one magic bullet that is going to suddenly solve all our problems, what is going to solve everything is when we just keep taking that next step. We're very present. We take full responsibility. We know where we're headed, but we just take the next step. We keep doing the work. We keep doing both the mindset work and doing the practical, this is what I need to do work as well. And when we become that person that is combining the both quite nicely, our business starts to flourish, our total success, our relationships, our spirituality, our health, our recreation, all of that stuff starts to flourish and we live a life that is fulfilling and satisfying. And more than that, we serve our purpose on the planet, which to me, I think everybody fills a, a slot. I feel like the, the whole world is a jigsaw puzzle. 
Each person <laughs> yeah. is a, a piece of the jigsaw. And as we live our true selves, our authentic selves in our businesses, do the things that we are called to do, we we complete the jigsaw puzzle. But when we try very hard to live in God knows where, the past, the future, the wherever, we are not being who we need to be in order to make that success that we dream of. So we need to come back to now, peel off the layers that life has put on us, and just take the next step. And that will make sure that this year for you as a business owner is amazing. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful tips. And uh, just to state again, seven tips to get more clients. Uh, Rosemary book is available uh, via Amazon, uh, so you can definitely get it there. And I was just thinking, these tips can also be applied to life. You know, uh, for example, number one, going into business for the wrong reasons doing something in life for the wrong reasons, asking for um, advice from uh, uh, family and friends. Again, same thing, personal-wise. What are they doing in their lives? Uh, Being in the wrong place at the Mm -hmm. wrong time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe you had to leave the state. Yeah, maybe you had to leave the state or country, you know, and then live the life you're meant to live. Um, Entrepreneurs getting worn out, you know, life can easily wear you out. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we can always do reflections and stuff like that to help us. I mean, we we experience pressures and and time and money and and life and our pride. So these are all things that can also be uh, applied in our lives. So get Rosemary book, (laughs) you know, work on your business, you know, stuff like that, and then go back, reread it, and see how it can apply to your life. I think all those are great, great, great things. And, again, it uh, mm-hmm. uh, Rosemary website is rosemarynolinight.com. Uh, if you go into the description for this episode, the link is right there. You can click on it, and it takes you right to her website. <laughs> so, yeah, sure, these are – um, oh, no problem. These are great tips, and I will be applying these to my business and use this as a checklist <laughs> as well <laughs> to make sure I stay on course because <laughs> cool. some things definitely, Excellent. you know – Oh, yeah, it, it applies, it, and it's something that we all can think about from time to time because uh, we can be on course and then not. <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely, but it's true. Yeah, true. so this can be even, uh, um, uh, what do you call it, a, a poster, <laughs> you know, like, okay. Rosemary <laughs> said I should definitely have a, a clear focus, and, you know, so, yeah, this, this is great. Awesome, yeah, awesome work. Thank you. No problem. Cool. And as always, I I take notes throughout the show, too. I'm also a listener. I may be the host, (laughs) but I also act as the listener uh, whenever I have a guest on because I like to um, um, take what I learned and apply it. Yeah, absolutely. It's always good to learn. That's definitely something I should have mentioned. Yeah, we must be open to learning all the time, mustn't we, really? Because that's how we expand ourselves. We learn from other people's experiences. We learn by reading books. We learn, yeah, we must keep learning, not just the school kind of learning, but the Mm -hmm. real kind of learning, the real life kind of learning that is relevant to our life today. That's what we need. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, 
Yeah, definitely. So I, I agree with you. I'm always taking notes as well, always listening to new people's ideas or old people's ideas. You never quite mm-hmm. know where you'll pick up another great idea. So <laughs> Exactly. I even wanted to uh, quickly touch back on something you said in the beginning of the show when you were discussing your background and you, you said support. And I think that's really key in, in businesses, yeah. that support system, because, you know, we may not realize that our pride is there or that, you know, we have so much money we're being lazy or, you know, whatever yeah. the case may be. But if we have this support mm-hmm. system, you know, our trusted, whoever the people are, they'll let us know. <laughs> they will. <laughs> so, you know, they will. It's a good, tough it's love. <laughs> so exactly. I, it's absolutely essential. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, I really um, I really uh, think that you hit the, the nail on the head there when you say, you know, support. And that's that's very, very huge. And that is a key to, you know, success, you know, and, and avoiding mistakes. <laughs> absolutely. It is. It is. Um, I wouldn't. I personally will never be without a coach or a mastermind group or something like that because I know, I know what I'm like on my own. I I will just kind of do silly things <laughs> and not realize mm-hmm. I'm even doing them. So I mm-hmm. need someone to say, "Hey, what's going on there? What are you not doing? What are you doing? Why are you doing that?" And um, that kind of thing. Someone I trust. Someone I've chosen to say that to me, who I know has right. no other agenda than right. helping me move forward. So for me, a coach, uh, a mastermind group, absolutely essential to anybody serious about getting really successful quickly. Personally, that's what I think. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I I agree. Oh, yes, I I said many times in my show there are three groups of people, people who want you to succeed, people who want you to succeed but not surpass them, and then those who don't want you to succeed at all. Absolutely. very important <laughs> to understand who you're talking to and just as you were saying, the agendas and everything like that. So it's very, very, very important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Great information. And even uh, cool. when you're talking about the the fear and uncertainty and not being in control, uh, that's just, I, I feel like that comes hand in hand with business so many times, you know, just, uh-huh. uh, like definitely in life, but when you are an mm-hmm. entrepreneur, it it's both. You know, you are your business, your yeah. business is your life. So um, understanding yeah. these key factors will definitely help people to overcome the fear and uncertainty, and you know, not um, or understanding that there are some things that are just out of your control. Mm, absolutely. So yeah, just getting that support in place just really helps. I know it's changed everything for me. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, mm-hmm. Rosemary, I want to thank you for coming on the show and, you know, giving us your wonderful background and explaining to us these 12 mistakes that people, business people make, how we can overcome those issues. Uh, again, Rosemary's website is rosemarynoninight.com. Uh, this show will be available on iTunes as a podcast, so make sure you subscribe so you can get all these updates automatically, as well as heads up when the next show 
is available. And don't forget to visit my website at ValueStSaintTeresePond.com where I help you to be a wonderful person along your spiritual path and more. So, again, (laughs) thank you for tuning in. (laughs) And this podcast will be available shortly on iTunes. So go on over and subscribe. Thanks again, Rosemary, all the way in the U.K. Woohoo! <laughs> Thanks for having me, honey. <laughs> no problem. Good night or good day. Bye <laughs> bye. Bye. Tonight going out is out. Wingstop is up in the flavor of your cruise night in. So get lemon pepper, OG hot, mango habanero, or any of Wingstop's legendary flavors. Introducing Wingstop's Big Night In Bundle. 25 boneless wings and your choice of three craveable flavors and three delicious dips, all for just $15.99. At participating locations, only at Wingstop. Order online at wingstop.com and let DoorDash deliver your flavor. Just choose delivery at checkout and get at it. Tonight going out is out. Wingstop is up in the flavor of your cruise night in. So get lemon pepper, OG hot, mango habanero, or any of Wingstop's legendary flavors. Introducing Wingstop's Big Night In Bundle. 25 boneless wings and your choice of three craveable flavors and three delicious dips, all for just $15.99. At participating locations, only at Wingstop. Order online at wingstop.com and let DoorDash deliver your flavor. Just choose delivery at checkout and get at it.